Hello and welcome to the Daily Post podcast with Sachin Adal and Milan Vandari, where we will be talking about all the things worth talking about in the magical world of the NBA. I'm your co-host, Milan Vandari. And I'm Sachin Adal. And in today's episode, we are going to be doing a career retrospective of the legend Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Many people know who he is. And some people, they don't really know who he is. Like, they don't really know know who he is. So I'll give you a brief rundown on who Steve Nash is before Sutton really gets into the impact of Steve Nash. All right. Steve Nash was born in Johannesburg, South Africa in 1974 on January 7th. And he played basketball from the start. He was drafted into the NBA with the 15th pick of the 1996 NBA draft, which is also notable for having Allen Iverson and um, and Kobe Bryant in that draft. And his rookie season was not that good. Actually, it was kind of bad. He averaged three points and two assists, and nothing like nothing too notable about it. After two years in playing in of playing playing in Phoenix, he was traded to the Dallas Mavericks, where he eventually became. NBA All-Star averaging 18 points per game and eight assists. But that's not really where Steve Nash got the reputation of one of the best point guards of all time. It was when he was actually traded back to Phoenix after a relatively long stint in Dallas. From there, he immediately won NBA MVP with um sorry, um with the Phoenix Suns. And the Phoenix Suns, they were looking like real playoff contenders. I mean, people actually had them winning the NBA um, the NBA championship. They were average. Their record was was 62 and 20, which means that they were first in the NBA. The roster was Joe Johnson, Sean Marion, Amari Sudemeyer, Quinton Richardson, and Steve Nash, among others. So that is clearly a killer lineup, and you don't want to mess with them. And then he won another MVP, becoming one, becoming one of the first point guards to win a back-to-back MVP and the lowest scoring MVP of all time. After that, his career started to wind down slowly. Um, he had a couple more all-star appearances, but nothing as notable as his earlier days. And then eventually he was traded to the Los Angeles Lakers where he wrapped up his career. Sachin, do you want to go into the impact that Steve Nash had on not just the game of basketball, but the NBA as a whole. Of course. All right, so I'm first going to get into, you know, not really seen in the stats, but the impact that he had on the game. I mean, we can quote Stephen Curry in saying that Steve Nash is one of his idols, one of, in, one of his idols that he always wanted to play like, right? So we already have reference from one of the greatest players of all time, how impactful Steve Nash was on some of these NBA players and thus the NBA as a whole right now. But he absolutely revolutionized the game. I mean, what I'm saying here is that Steve Nash, right, he was a point guard who was not too tall, obviously, and he didn't score the most, but that was because he was an absolute god at passing dimes. I mean, this guy was insane with the assists. So, and obviously an amazing all-around shooter, right? Now, granted, it wasn't as much volume as, say, somebody like Stephen Curry. 
But the thing is, that's not what his game revolved around. He was an efficient shooter in all categories, shooting about 50 from the field goal, 42 from 30, 93 from throw. I'll get into all these stats later. Uh, and still averaging over eight and a half assists per game. I mean, he was absolutely insane. So now let's get into the actual stats. So for Steve Nash's career, he averaged 14.3 points a game, three total boards, and 8.5 assists per game, shooting 49 from the field goal, 42.8 from the three, and 90.4 from the free throw. His effective field goal was over 55%. His PER was a flat and round 20 to go with his 130-odd win shares. All right, but how did his team do during those times? All right, well, in 1996 through 1997, this was the year when Steve Nash was a rookie, they went 40 and 42. In his next season itself, they skyrocketed to 56 and 26. They did insane with him, all right? But then he went to Dallas for a couple of years, right? But what about his impact on Phoenix? Well, when he rejoined him in his prime, in 2004-2005, well, they came blazing back. They went 62-20. and 20. That is an insane record. And he just came back that season. All right, and they came all the way to the Western Conference Finals. All right, now this is with Mike D'Antoni. So in other words, this is the Seven Seconds or Less Suns. They would proceed to go to the Western Conference Finals three more times in a row. I mean, this team was absolutely amazing. So, yeah, all right. Now we covered that, but how about all the way up to, say, the end of the decade? You know, right about 2009, 2010, 2011, right? Well, during those seasons, which Nash was on the Suns, uh, they were 40 and 42 and 54 and 28 and 33 and 33 in the lockout season with only 50, uh, 50 can't talk. 66 games. All right, so uh, they had Alan Gentry uh, as their coach, and then obviously Jeff Hornacek for Steve Nash's last season. However, he was playing with the Lakers at this time. So overall, his impact was absolutely insane. I mean, when you look at the time with Mike D'Antoni and Steve Nash, both on the Suns, they went to the Western Conference Finals four times in a row. And he even did it once with Alan Gentry. So that just has to show you his impact on the Suns team. And I mean, no offense, but recently they haven't been doing too great. Or, well, now they are in 2020, 2021. But in the past couple of seasons, they weren't really performing as well as they did. But with Steve Nash, they were easily one of the best teams in the league. It was crazy. So really, I think that we need to show a bit more respect to Steve Nash because this guy was an absolute legend and he completely carried his team. I think that's the difference between some players. That's what separates some players. You might not have the same stats in terms of points per game, right? You might not grab as many rebounds. Uh, assists, well, he had quite a few of them, but I mean, it's not like he was scoring 30 a game. However, the way that he carried not only himself, but his team, I believe that that made one of the biggest impacts on the NBA. 
it still it inspired and instilled this idea of a passing point guard in a league that is growing with more and more shooting uh you know point guards centers everything everybody's all about scoring at this point steve nash was a complete natural and he did what the point guard position was designed to do in my opinion he is one of if not the best designated point guard right because while he could indeed shoot that is not what his game was about and and people confuse passing with playmaking no playmaking is not only about the number of assists that you get per game it's about well making plays i mean that's the only really way to put it you have to find out what is the most ideal way that your team could score the ball or even on defense how they could help uh, and how they could get the possession back and steve nash was absolutely great at that i mean steve nash was a legend when it comes to not only making the pass but spotting what is the most ideal way for his team to get a bucket and they did that very well once again i'm i'm sure that a lot of people have heard about the seven seconds or less suns milan would you like to elaborate a little bit on this time period oh yes in fact i am one of the biggest fans of this type of offense Okay, the seven seconds or less um, offense is as simple as it seems. They get rid of the ball, they shoot it. Yeah, they pretty much just shoot it in less than seven seconds. At the time in which this was introduced, it was a completely unconventional style of play. Most people, in fact, they did not like this style of play. They thought it was too upbeat, and they thought that it resulted in higher in, in a higher injury count, which is completely untrue, and statistics have proved it incorrectly. So not not only was were they like the seven seconds or less offense, they didn't just like just shoot it anywhere, they specifically shot threes. Many people say that Steph Curry was the catalyst for the three-point era, but it was actually Mike D'Antoni and Steve Nash. They were constantly, they were constantly shooting three-pointers, and that's actually where Steph Curry was inspired, which is quite an interesting story when you think about it. So, Chin, would you like to continue? I don't know how I meant to reply to this. Uh, you know what? Uh, I, I don't know completely about, um, you know, them helping catalyze this entire three-point movement, but you know what? I can definitely attribute a lot of the credit to them. And I would agree that they were, once again, certainly a very big inspiration for Stephen Curry. I mean, he has literally stated that Steve Nash is his idol. He he wants to be like that, you know. So I would definitely agree um, in them having quite a big impact on Stephen Curry and, you know, obviously the three-point movement as a whole. However, uh, I also think that they did even more than that. I mean, the Phoenix Suns, they're... It was just so exciting to watch them. Not only just the three-point movement, but their offense in general. I mean, I kind of see more of an influence um, on the Phoenix Suns, you know, being upbeat and fast with their offense. Kind of like how the league is today. I mean, I wouldn't know how to word it. More than them having an impact on the three-point movement, they're having more of an impact on the scoring movement. I guess that's the only way that I can say it. I mean, teams are going faster. They're not using the entire shot clock quite as much. I mean, they're shooting more threes. But overall, the offense is just 
so much more upbeat than it once was. And I think that, that this is, you know, kind of part of the reason. You can attribute a lot of the credit to the seven seconds or less Suns. I mean, this team was just absolutely insane. And they gave they gave a bunch of hard teams a really big run for their money. I mean, come on. You you look at when this was, 2007, 2008, 2004. I mean, you had some really insane teams playing. And I think that the Suns could do amazing in any sort of era because this type of offense is going to get you far. But Miller, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about on how Steve Nash as a player really impacted the entire game of basketball? Well, I think that what you said was absolutely amazing how he influenced today's greats. And I would actually like to take back what I said. In fact, um, in fact, he's actually, he didn't really start, like, like set the fire off for the three-point revolution. He inspired the people who would eventually start it. I'm pretty sure that he inspired people like Steph Curry, James Harden, and all of the other three-point chucking up players of today's era. And I don't think there's much else to say. That is the Daily Post podcast, and we'll see you next time.